Hello and thank you for joining us for the Why Does It Matter podcast. Uh, my name's Lee Jennings. I'm joined by my great friend Aaron Waters. And uh, in this little podcast, it's simply a conversation asking, why do certain things matter in our Christian faith? If we're going to walk as followers of Jesus in the 21st century, why are there age-old things that Christians have done for centuries that are important for us in our daily walk and our daily lives? So thank you for joining us. We're a new podcast. Delighted to have you with us today. And today we're exploring why does it matter that we as followers of Jesus read the Bible? As followers of Jesus, we, we've had a heart transplant. You know, we, we have the heart of Christ within us. We love God and we desperately want more of him. But actually our minds are so distracted and so busy and life throws so much stuff at us that what we need to do is fix our minds on God, to have our eyes fixed on him. Yeah, so looking uh, at this uh, question, why does it matter to read the Bible? Um, I'm immediately jumped. Uh, to uh, the verses in 2 Timothy uh, 3.16. Let me just read that out. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I love that verse. And especially the bit that says God-breathed, uh, in different translations it will say something else, but just the fact that this is actually God's word to us to read. And if and if God's breathing His word to us, then we're to breathe it in. We're, we're to inhale this. We're to uh, get the goodness and the, the very thing that gives us life uh, comes from this. Um, and I love the second part, verse seventeen, there that talks about this is so that we, as followers of Jesus, are thoroughly equipped for every good work in in life. It all comes from from this, um, from Scripture, from getting into the Word of God. A friend of mine who's a touring evangelist, when he's preaching, he will often describe the Bible as this. He says, the Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. And I quite like what he's saying there. There's some great stuff in here about how we live our lives as followers of Jesus. Mm. But actually, I think there's so much more to the Bible than this. And I think when we only see the Bible as you know, a set of instructions for how to live life or uh, as a narrative of um, the life of uh, of Jesus and what uh, God has done and we see that in the New Testament or if we simply see the Bible as a list of rules, I think it misses the, 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 the depth and the riches of what the Bible really is for us in our walk as followers of Jesus. Mm, I love that, yeah, because it's not just head knowledge but but the heart knowledge of, of reading scripture yeah. and I, I'm always reminded of, of Acts 17 at the, the Bereans where uh, Paul just uh, talks about, well, it's, uh, Luke talks about them uh, being um, those who, who studied the scriptures for themselves to recognize the truth and yes, we could, uh, as Jesus talks about, to come to him with a childlike faith and, and that's how it starts almost as a mustard seed but it grows as a mustard seed does and we are therefore to, to look into scripture and know it for ourselves, the truth, not just for head knowledge, but for that heart knowledge. And as you you said, going back to the, the breathing in, breathing out relationship, because we mentioned this in prayer, mm. breathing out, but breathing in is getting the life from God, which he gives to us. Mm. I think the key thing with Bahrain's there is, as you said, they're studying it for themselves. 
and at the minute there's there's loads of great stuff you know we, we can listen to more sermons than we we ever wanted to or in the past now that everything has gone digital we we have podcasts we have so many ways of feeding ourselves but actually we whenever we do that we're always getting an interpretative lens mm, and what's yes. really important for us that the Bereans do is they're studying the scriptures for themselves and that's one of the most basic and important disciplines for us as followers of Jesus is to get into God's word to read God's word I mean, I, I so often hear people say to me things like, Lee, I wish um, God would speak to me more clearly. I wish I'd hear his voice. I wish I would know what his will for my life is. I wish that in this situation that we're praying about, there would be an answer to prayer. How can I hear God speak to me about this? And I often come back with, tell us a little bit about what your devotional life looks like. What does your pattern of reading the Bible look like? And often people come back with things like, actually life's life's really busy right now I, I, I don't really have much time to read the bible right yeah. now or i'm reading you know a, a quick verse or a memory verse but i'm not really you know reading the the bible at the minute and i think if we want to hear god speak to us today one of the primary ways that god speaks to us is through his word is through yeah. the bible and so if we want to hear god speak to us we've got to open our bibles yeah definitely and yeah <laughs> So uh, a friend used to explain it like this, uh, uh, preachers, uh, those who teach us scripture, they have read scripture themselves, looked into its context, they've digested it and then spat it out for us to to, <laughs> nice. to almost digest ourselves. <laughs> we are getting part of what has already been digested. They have, have, have already looked into a lot more things. We don't do that if we don't do it for ourselves. And it's that act of actually digesting all the nutrients if we're looking at it as in a food sense because this is our life this is our food uh the, the the word of god and we are to get all of it by digesting it properly not just the spat out stuff from our preacher that's a, that's a lovely image if you've ever sat on the front row when i've been <laughs> preaching yeah. appreciate that it reminds me of um is it psalm 34 taste and see that the lord is good uh, and actually we can do that through reading uh, the, the bible um, and I think when we're reading the Bible, one of the things that is so important to us of why we need to do this is actually to give us a grounding in, in life. I think of um, Colossians chapter three uh, begins like this. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is mm. seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory and we can read that verse and we can think what why does when paul who writes that why does he say set your hearts on things above and then he kind of repeats himself set your minds on things above and you know i think it's because as followers of jesus we we've had a heart transplant you know we we have the heart of christ within us we love god and we desperately want more of him but actually our minds are so distracted and so busy and life throws so much stuff at us that what we need to do is fix our minds on God, to have our eyes fixed on him. And one of the ways we do that is by grounding ourselves in the Bible. Mm, yeah, I like that. Being continually in scripture makes us spiritually minded. It shapes the way in which we think. And um, recently just been looking uh, in, in making a talk um, into Matthew uh, chapter six. And it said, Jesus says, your heart is where your treasure is. Mm. And that is important. What do we value the most? And, and uh, if we are putting our value into God's word, into God, then that's where our heart's going to be. Yeah. That That's what we value the most. That That's the things that for, for, are forever, not the temporary things that we get the pleasures from on, on earth, but the, the things that last forever, uh, eternal. That's God's word, and that's what where our heart becomes true, and, and our mind 
uh, it's focused on these spiritual things and and it almost in doing this it shapes the way in which we do things in our life in evangelism in prayer and in, in, in all types of things because of that mindset that we we begin to have yeah i think you know biographies sell so well because people people love story people love to know how the rich and famous got rich and famous they want to know how people do certain things in their lives that have you know made them successful but there's something there's something about us as human beings that we love story we love narrative we love biography we love to yeah. find out about people's lives uh, and for us if we want to be shaped more like jesus we need to read more about jesus we need to read his word we need to see how he lived what he did who he spent time with who he hung out with why he did certain things mm. and we get that through reading the bible through fixing our, our eyes and our minds upon god we live in a day and age today which is described as post-truth that people can say what they want be what they want and and it's true to them and if they say it's true to them then then it's considered truth you know actually we believe that the bible it is true. We live in this world where there's a shifting sand of, of people's opinions and, 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 and that post-truth idea that what I say is what goes. Yet what the Bible does is, in the shifting sands of society, it roots us in a truth of a lifestyle and a way that has been set by God, mm. not by people's opinion. 100%. And yeah, I, I think that's almost to change the topic into us looking at uh, reading the word as a heart knowledge. But this is now head knowledge of actually understanding that uh, this is truth and it, it's, it's who we're rooted in. Like uh, this is a big topic and it's not something that we can go into, but worldview mm. and how we we basically how we view the world. Uh, and and our our decisions, our opinions, um, uh, our judgments, all our different views, they are shaped in the way in which we view the world. Yeah. And that has to have a foundation for it to be consistent, for it not to contradict each other, for us to get uh, our answers and what we believe. It has to be consistent and there needs to be a foundation. That foundation is the word of God. And yeah. it's it's making it's it we get our truth from the word of God. That's our authority and creation as well, uh, and and looking into creation. But here, the the word of God, the words that God has has given us, that's our our, our foundation, the root of our worldview, as as you said. And and we shouldn't be looking at Google um, at, at what other people say <laughs> on Facebook. We should look to the Bible first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, th I think that's the reality today. But particularly, you know, if we think about. You know the generations. I'm a millennial, born you know in, in the mid 1980s, uh, and and through the early parts of my life, digital stuff became more of of a reality. I guess you're probably Gen Z. I guess you're a digital native, <laughs> kind of born in the 90s. Technology has always been part of your life, and uh, and the the Barna Group do incredible research on this kind of stuff. And and David Kinnaman, who, who chairs the um, the Barna Group, um, talks about about um, digital natives are discipled by their screens. They're disciples of their screens mm. and I think there's something huge in there for, for certainly people of kind of your age and, and my age that we're discipled by our screens what what does that mean it means that we're shaped our worldview our opinions are shaped by the stuff that we see and read on our screens the technology we have is is worked by psychologists and algorithms to show us more of what we want to see more of what we want to read our social media is filled with people that we like that we value the opinion of and what we end up doing is we live in an echo chamber where our opinion and our view is reinforced by everybody else that we read and see and the opinions that we hear yeah. uh, and therefore that then shapes the way that we approach the bible and the way that we interpret the bible it shapes the way that we view life and we interpret life and actually when we come to the bible directly and we're praying and asking god's holy spirit and um, to speak to us and reveal to us truth through 
his word. What that does is it stops us being discipled by the screen. It stops us living in an echo chamber. Yeah. But instead, uh, the Bible grounds us. It roots us in in the truth of God and who he is and uh, what he says about us and what he says about life and what he says about the way we should view and love uh, all people in this world. And being rooted in, uh, being grounded in the Bible also roots us, um, roots with an O-U-T. It directs us yeah. because we see the direction of travel in life because we know that the kingdom is coming and we know that we are representatives of that kingdom. Mm. And if we want to know how to live as a kingdom representative, we need to read the king's way of doing things. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I think um, for, for those uh, uh, listening and, and you're like, that's not me, I don't go on technology mm. as, as much. I think the, the same thing applies because... Um, if you ask yourself if you're going to look into a topic of prayer, of of the Holy Spirit, of, of any topic, what would you first say? Would you say, I'm going to look at the Bible, or would you say, I'm going to get a book on it? And I feel like that's the same thing. We're, we're looking at other sources to get this information, which is brilliant, and we should do. We should go to our pastor and, and, and get advice and, and, and all these things. But the root, the, the authority of these things all come from the Bible. And, and as you said, we rely on 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 what is out there that echo I, I, I really like that yeah that's it's really powerful and it, it's it's trying to realize what the root is what our authority uh, is as well one of the other things that david kinnaman says is uh, when we read the bible it stops us becoming cynical about things and, and what he says is that when we become cynical we lose our prophetic edge <laughs> as a people um, and one of the, the, the key things you you touched on it there about googling stuff you know when we're when we're looking to other stuff you know, there's something we have to be really aware of here, which is that, you know, we can Google stuff, but we're not necessarily getting the right opinions on things. Mm. You know, we can be reading stuff on Google that is, is of an opinion that, that may not be right. And so we need to be so careful, particularly with our screens and what we're dedicating our time to. Whereas when we're reading the Bible, what we're seeing is what God's heart is. What we're doing is we're seeing narratives of how God has worked through stories of old, through judges, through kings, through leaders, through prophets, through through others, through Jesus, through the early church. We're seeing um, how God does things. We see God's heart of, of what uh, he wants for society and for our own lives. Mm, yeah, I, I, I say this in, in my youth group, but I'd say this here now as well. Everything that we say, you should always go back to scripture and make sure we're, what we're saying is true. Because we we are not your authority, uh, your pastor is not your authority. They have the right to advise you, and 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 you you really grow from their word and, and the, what they're teaching. But the authority is the Bible, and yeah. it's going back to that. Um, yeah, and that ultimate <laughs> authority, of course, comes from comes from God Himself. Yes, you know, God is the ultimate yes, authority yeah. in our yeah. lives, mm-hmm. uh, and as the ultimate authority in our lives, how does He reveal Himself through His Word? through creation, through the Holy Spirit, through one another, gathering together as a church. And, uh, but the Bible is unchanging. And I think that's the key thing for us. Yeah. You know, you know if, you're, if you're a little bit older and you're listening to this, you might have lived in Christendom, Britain over the 50s and 60s. You'll have lived through the changes of things. You'll have lived through postmodernism yeah. coming in. We now live in this post-truth day where anything can be said, anything goes. Mm. And what we have in the Bible is a foundation, a firm foundation for us to be rooted on. And that's why it's so important for us to as Christians, to be rooting in the Bible. I love them. I love Psalm 119, uh, just as we come to, to a close, really. Psalm 119 is right in the middle of the Psalms, uh, which is right in the middle of the Bible. And it's the longest Psalm. It's the longest chapter in the whole of the Bible. And Psalm 119 is, is a song. It's an acrostic poem. Each uh, bit begins with the first letter of um, the Hebrew alphabet. And it's all about the, the psalmist's love 
for the law, mm. for God's word. I mean, not many of us are particularly singing songs about the book of Leviticus, but like the <laughs> psalmist is. But I think what we can do is we can take those words and we can extrapolate that to not just mean the law, but to mean the whole Bible. Uh, and there's a whole psalm dedicated to what it means to fall in love with God through falling in love with his word. That The Bible is all about helping us fall more and more in love with God, seeing how he has redeemed us and saved us and set us free and seeing God's heart for people and how we are called as representatives of the king and of that kingdom to demonstrate God's love in the way that we live our lives and our attitudes toward other people. You know, if that's central in the Bible, how central the Bible needs to be in our own lives. Yeah. We haven't really yet got much time to talk about this as such, but what would be your top tip on uh, reading the Bible? Um, at the moment, so where I am at the, uh, I'm, I'm doing Bible plans, but I'm also doing it with um, with friends. Mm-hmm. So there's this sense of, of doing it, um, uh, you know, being in communion together um, and being able to learn and discuss. So there's always a discussion page of, of, of looking into it. And um, there's always the danger I used to have is reading scripture and that was it. Mm-hmm. But actually reading scripture, praying into scripture and discussing um, about the scripture uh, has been vital for me to, to learn from rather than just reading it and getting nothing from it. But actually learning from it, praying into it is a huge mm-hmm. part of it as well. I'd say, what about yourself? How have you, how, um, what have you been doing to help you? For me, it's about keeping it regular. So, so keep mm-hmm. it regular. Set a, set a time in your day and every single day 365 days a year you use that time to to read the bible following a plan is really important as well and um, because otherwise we, you know we're not to just kind of flip the bible open and say where do we start from today but to yeah. to systematically go through the bible in some way there's loads of great plans out there but to systematically go through the bible is a really important helpful uh, thing to do for us so i would say keep it regular i totally agree with what you say pray before you read holy spirit would you reveal to me yeah. today what you want to say to me through your word mm-hmm. my other little thing as well and this is like as a millennial i sound very old-fashioned i suppose but read a paper bible rather than an electronic <laughs> one there's just something about having that there on your knee in front you can underline things you can highlight things whatever you need to do um but having that physical tangible bible in front of you free from any notifications that are going to pop up or any pings it's or anything like distractions that. away yeah. from distractions mm-hmm. to focus on god yeah, yeah. i'd love to pray for us before we uh, close today it's been so good to uh, to just take a few minutes to talk about the importance of this Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that you speak to us today. And we thank you so much for the gift of your word, uh, written by people who you inspired by your Holy Spirit. We thank you for the work of Bible translators and people that have helped us to get uh, the Bible accessible for us today. Lord, I pray for each of us that you would help us uh, to go deeper and fall deeper in love with you and deeper in how we live our lives for you through reading your word in the shifting sands of our society and world today would you keep us grounded in you and would you keep us rooted through you by reading your word in jesus name amen